What's the episode? What is the episode? podcast where we watch season three episode four of a television show completely out of context with the rest of the series it's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense i'm lisa and i'm adam this week we tackle ugly betty which aired on abc in the aughts that's the 2000s it's about betty suarez from queens new york who works as an assistant to a magazine editor but wants to work as a writer The premise of the show is that she's hired because she's unattractive enough that her boss, the owner of the publishing company's son, won't sleep with her. Okay, so she's hired as the assistant to a guy uh, because she's not pretty enough that he'll sleep with her. Is basically the conceit of the beginning of the show. Story of my life. Yeah, this episode is titled Betty Suarez Land. Yeah, you're always getting assistance and sleeping with (laughs) her. The IMDb plot summary is Betty is pleased to meet Gio after his return from his self-discovery trip in Rome, only to find out he is very upset after their breakup. What? She tries to make it up to him while also helping her boss, Daniel, deal with very shocking family news concerning his son, Daniel Jr. Meanwhile, Wilhelmina tries to make a bargain with Alexis and Hilda Suarez has to face a very tough decision in her love life. It's pretty thorough. Yeah. Well, today we are here with Leslie Soto, our unofficial best friend, and Oz, the official mascot and dog of the pod. Hi, Leslie. Hello. Hello. Leslie. How are you today? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you just, we just ate. I don't know if that's something we want to tell everybody. Chai chai. Chai chai. In Chai Town. Yeah. And it was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Got lots of food, so. They're not sponsors. We just... Absolutely not. We just love that food. And we are like really forcing through that sleepy energy. Yo. Yeah. Pushing on through. Um, Nap time? Who's ever heard of that? (laughs) So before we get started, let's talk about what we know about this show. Mm -hmm. I'll... Well, why why did you choose the show? So I picked the show partly because we were on a deadline. And partly because a coworker recommended it, mm. and I actually uh, I I asked Leslie to be on, and I was like, well, I'll let her pick. I'll pick that one, and I'll pick something like similar to that, but that's more modern. And I thought Jane the Virgin would count because they're both like telenovelas, right? So Leslie chose between the two, and she chose Ugly Betty over Jane the Virgin. I also took the suggestion for Ugly Betty because I love America Ferrera. She's amazing. She's, I mean. Move over Sandra Bullock. There's a new America sweetheart. Am I right? It's, it's in her name. It's like, let, just let the crown go. Not that I don't love Sandra. Point is, that's why I picked it. And what I know about the show is just that America Ferrera was... I knew that she was considered to be not attractive, I guess. But that's also in the name. Conventionally unattractive. Yes. Why did you choose between Jane the Virgin and this one? Why did you choose that? Um, Because... I grew up knowing about the Mexican version 
Um, What's it called? Uh, something. La fea. Something la fea. Bella. We something we would just bella. call it fea, like uh. just ugly, essentially. Yeah, and so I have also heard of America Ferrera being in the show. She's very amazing. So honestly, like I would watch it to support her, but that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, you uh, you you didn't. Well, we'll we'll ask you that later. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what about you, Adam? What do you know about this show? I watched all of this show uh, with my family, with my mom, um, when uh, probably when I was 12, 13, maybe older, wow. maybe 15. I don't know. Formative years. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I saw all of Ugly Betty. Um, I, rem- I remember loving it. I remember having a great time watching it. It was very fun. I love all the like dramatic turns and all the like fun tropes and like all the bright colors and just like brightness of the show. It's a very, very like there's oh, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. no shadows ever, it feels like. And just yeah. uh it, it really leans into a lot of like tropes, story tropes, telenovela tropes, and I never watched any telenovelas. I never like knew even that that was a thing, but I enjoyed watching Ugly Betty with my family. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. I always I also it. found it very funny and entertaining. But yeah. Leslie, did you like this show? <laughs> so I grew up with Mexican telenovelas, and I've never liked them. I was not the kind of person <laughs> that sat down with my mom and watched them. I just find them to be very. To me, I really care about the storyline. Um, and not saying that Ugly Betty didn't have a good storyline, because this episode was full of just, like, twists. And, like, it seemed like we, like, hit a huge, like... So many revelations yeah, revelations. And it was all about family, this episode. And it was, like, really nice to see that at the end. Like, they had, like, everybody, like Daniel and Betty, like were there for the people they call family. So I really liked that, but the telenovelas that like I saw were always <laughs> they were always about betrayal and like <laughs> the girl antagonist like needed to get with like the handsome man in the town and but they both hated each other and like something this about all business. What you're saying? <laughs> this, to me, this is my. I live this. You have so many assistants you that are you hate, that you and you keep yeah, sleeping. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and you keep telling them that they need to take yeah. off their braces mm-hmm. in order for them to. Does he tell her to take off her braces? No, no. I, think no. <laughs> no. I think. She, I mean, I don't know how this one is, but in the Mexican version, one, uh, she removes her braces. She gets contact, or all of a sudden she's able to like see perfectly that she doesn't need mm. glasses anymore, and then she like does her hair. She's not um, fair no more. But the thing is, no, American no. Farrah is very beautiful. That <laughs> her braces don't make her ugly. Her glasses don't make her ugly. You know what makes her ugly? No, I'm just kidding. What but I don't. I, <laughs> what I turns don't, you off? Uh, what turns what me off like? is her high pitch voice. Is that what she actually sounds like? Because she no. I watch Superstore. She's on that, mm-hmm. um, and she does not sound like that. No, no, no. She is putting it on. So this is her being a great actress. She's putting on this voice for her character that is, in a sense, like she's mature. Yeah, she's a like mature, 90. responsible young lady. But there's a childness to 
her. A, a, like an all, immaturity? Or an immaturity yeah. to her. She's playful. She, um, she's very bombastic with, like, her emotions mm. and, um, in a sense, like, you're able to see all these, like, rigged ladies that have diets and stuff that, oh, yeah. you know, are more put together, quote unquote, and she isn't. She's still very, yeah. like, intact with her childhood, which is, like, really nice to have. Um, but it's just that high voice that I just, like, oof, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to see the whole show. Yeah. Yeah, she does. They do, like, sort of put her character in a juxtaposition with the other female characters who are like just power Mm -hmm. um power figures if you will like like there's the vanessa williams character right wilhelmina wilhelmina yes Mm -hmm. who 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 is basically the villain of the show okay yeah Yeah. she's always trying to grab for power in this magazine uh, and like yes, first the magazine right. she wants to be like empire. a big pub- she wants to be oh the lady editor. with that really fun mm-hmm. like loud yeah the dress suit she, like suit and she and but yeah her, it wasn't a dress she and her assistant basically talk like a Disney villain the whole time yeah. they do and they, they wear purple mm-hmm. purple is supposed to be it like at least Disney finds that to be a villain like purple and green which is what they were wearing mm. missed the mark with Cruella mm-hmm. de Vil, didn't you mm. Disney <laughs> You went red. I guess purple's a shade of... Wait. It's not far from red. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the color wheel, it's not... They're na- neighbors. Well, she's like... <laughs> she's black, white, and red. Yeah. So but, the black and so, white is the puppy skin, and then the red is the blood of the puppies. Ooh. Right? That's what it's like wow. evoking. She's like... So in this, though, it's right. green and... It's green and, green and, purple. and purple. And purple. Yeah. That's and, what they're wearing. And they're so so they're the bad guys. There's also the mom of the the guy, uh, the, her boss, Betty's boss, mm-hmm. his mom. Mm-hmm. There's his sister, mm-hmm. who honestly seems pretty like powerful and, mm-hmm. and intimidating. Yeah, well, who was the uh, was the villain in the first season? Oh. Um, who had faked her own death? Oh my god! This woman old- is. Problematic. Through the whole first yeah. season, she had faked her own death as a man and then, like, got a bunch of plastic surgery, did all the, like, surgery and stuff. So through the whole first season, she's, like, in bandages, so you don't know who this person oh is. And she's scheming with Wilhelmina to uh, take oh power God. of the magazine from Daniel. Was um, and she, then, and that's then, the entire trans storyline? It's about a power grab? No, 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 no. So the transition, so she fakes her own death to transition. So she, oh. she's like, uh, so that like she can like basically kill off her past life. That's um, a pretty and, powerful metaphor. Right? But then that's, also that's really she's dramatic. working with Wilhelmina to help wrest control of the company from Daniel because I think she doesn't think Daniel deserves it yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he's sleeping with his assistants. Yeah, and he's he's sort of this playboy, doesn't take the magazine seriously kind of character at the very beginning, yeah. too. He doesn't okay. care about it. He that care but about the character his... in general, like you found problems with that character. Very problematic. It's Wilhelmina, right? The one that no, we're talking no. about? No, Alexis is the sister. Alexis. Okay. Maybe Rebecca Romaine. Mm-hmm. This girl. It, and I don't want to blame the time that this was shot. I think... I actually... I think I'm, it's good treatment at for that time. I mean, yes. Yes, absolutely. The fact that, like, the mom still, like, loves her 
like daughter and is willing to use the pronouns and her name that she chose and yeah. like all of it mm-hmm. like the fact that she's still willing Completely to treat fight her for as, her as a woman even the media all yeah. treats her as a woman yeah. like like everyone treats her as a woman like, my, that's not in question my problem is that they did not choose a person of a, a trans person for yeah, this yeah, yeah. this role mm-hmm. and the exposure was just like not there for them. I didn't you know, know the character was a trans character on the show at all. Also, beyond mm. not picking a trans actor, not that not that we have any authority. None of us are trans, but the the that the storylines are bad. That 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 they make the trans character like a, a villain mm. is is problematic, considering the the harsh reality of trans people today. Right are also trans people are also portrayed in in news media as, as bad uh like the whole like bathroom debate is just one example and it's not i don't want to hash that out again the the idea in in science of the lambs right the trans character Ooh. is a murderer yeah and then well and say, he, in the book they say he's not trans in the movie they say he's not trans as well yes they they like say well he's not trans he's wants to be trans Trans? I don't know. It yeah. was weird. It was a which, weird. Link. Which that's fine, but it's still portrayed as a trans mm-hmm. identity. It's a, tra- it's a trans uh, presentation. Yeah. Also, th- who's the gatekeeper of trans identity? You know, at that point, it was, why is the medical community the gatekeeper of that? And who decides what a trans identity is or a gender identity is? Those are all things that need more discussion anyway which that's Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that's what we're here to do but like (laughs) the fact that trans people experience more violence than any other yeah um demographic is is just like it's unfortunate that they told this story about a trans person committing violence against a person also a cis white trans person like Mm -hmm. they're cis presenting sorry if you Mm -hmm. will trans person yeah yeah and the and the whole like that i think this is my problem with telenovelas which is the reason why you love it lisa is the fact that they are full of drama um (laughs) to the point where some of it is not fictional which is like great like that is what you do when you are watching a show you are wanting to escape and get into that you know oh you mean some of it's not not some of it's like over the top or over the top yeah Yeah, yeah, absolutely which is like I can't speak about that because I uh, I watch freaking superhero TV like shows and that's what I'm into as well as true crime. But anyways, like <clears throat> I, don't I think guess those are far removed from each other. Superhero and crime shows. Well, one of them is real and the other one isn't. Right, but there's what do superheroes do? They fight crime. They fight crime. They do fight crime, but it's more fantastical. You know, so this this drama is very fantastic. Yeah, because uh, yeah. instead of like fighting crime, the the uh, uh, the highest thing a person can achieve in a TV show like this is to accept themselves and love and fall in love. You know, those are like oh, the, yeah. those yeah. are the heights of of things that a person can have in in a TV show like this, and this is what you want to see the characters have mm-hmm. in the TV show. But, and so, like, but because of the structure of it and the nature of the show, they never do that. <laughs> they right, they, right. they dance around it, or they so do much. for a little bit, but then a big new problem comes in that they have to face in like 
this episode is crazy. <laughs> like crazy shit happens in this episode. It starts off with like uh like the re- both the explanation that Alexis pushed a pregnant woman down the stairs oh, yeah. to kill the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that- because the baby is the um is the baby of Wilhelmina and Alexis sees Wilhelmina as using this baby as a power grab. Sorry, it's it's a surrogate? It's a surrogate. Okay. So Wilhelmina is using a, a surrogate mother to have her baby. I, do, I don't exactly know why this baby is a power grab. And I want to be like, is the father <laughs> of this baby like Daniel and Alexis's father? Like that's like what I vaguely oh. remember. I don't remember if that's true or not at all. But like, it, like the baby would be like would have shares of the company because he is directly blood related to the person who started crazy. the company. And yeah. that seems nuts. Yes. Nuts. Shit. And that was another big problem of mine. Is the <laughs> fact that at murder? the end of the, the episode, <laughs> she, because yeah. of their wealth and money and whatever. She was able to walk away, and she's like, "I'm gonna go to like France." And she was able to to, to walk away from the crimes she walk committed. Away, and it, they were all dropped, of course. All the charges against her of attempted murder. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's fantastical. It's it's like a classist thing too. The oh yes, it was because the yeah. whole time you're seeing her mom just calling different people and trying to do the best for her daughter to not go to jail. When she's already accepted, maybe I should just stay in jail. I'm a bad person. I'm like, yes, you are. Yeah, you pushed a pregnant lady so down the stairs. Why are... What's confusing is that she, she... Her brother and her mom are still... Like, I understand why they're defending her and, and, and trying to get, like, do right by her. But I don't understand why they keep, like, telling her that what she did was okay. And that, or like, or I, I guess they're not necessarily doing that, but they're like, they're fine with it. They're yeah. fine with it. Yeah, because they're, they're all, like, everyone, like, even Betty, who's, like, not one of these, like, rich, like, people who, like, operates in this world where, like, rich people can get away with anything just because they have money. Even Betty is like, uh... Yeah, uh, I know that you pushed uh, my best friend down the stairs because the surrogate mother is Betty's best friend. No! Um, uh, but, and I'm like upset at you for that, but like, I'm gonna still, you know, I, oh my I'm gonna God. still do something for you or, or like, so wait, I still does care she, about Daniel or whatever. Does she think that it was her best friend that got shoved down the stairs? So the, all of this stuff. Didn't happen in this episode. But her best friend's fine. The baby's her best, fine. Best friend is fine. Baby is fine. Oh Both of them are fine. They're getting so that's something. We, yeah, we didn't. I'm sorry, Ozzy. No. <laughs> we didn't know. Leslie and I didn't know if she was dead or not. Oh, I guess uh, we knew she wasn't because it was she's she's dead. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's a moment when Wilhelmina is talking to her uh, assistant, and I forget his name. <sighs> she's talking to her assistant, and she's like, "How's my baby?" And he's like, "Oh, I love it when you call me that." And, and then oh. she like looks at him. And he's like, "Oh, you're not talking about me." You're talking about your actual baby. And he says, he, sh- your baby is fine. Your baby, mo- like the, the surrogate mother is fine. She's in a spa right now. Ah. Um, and Wilhelmina is like, don't, like, make sure she doesn't have too much sex, basically. Oh. And he's like, I'll try and tell her that. Because that womb, she she said something about the womb being Yeah, uh, like, like womb Like, I'm paying for that womb or something. Yeah. Oh my God. It was... Gross. That is gross. <laughs> gross. That yeah. is gross. Also, but they're like they're like they're like super rich, super 
Ooh. I don't know, chic. But like people the thing who, is, like, like think about like owning people's bodies, and it's like it's weird, yeah. and they're like, it's like they're fun villains, though. If you are getting a surrogate, yes, they are fun. You are not paying for that person's body. You are just giving the money oh. so then they. Well, can Well, I think there's a certain there's certain contracts like you. They do have to be healthy. She yeah. can have sex. She can have sex. It's not gonna fuck. Ruin any. Mm-hmm. You can swear. You can swear. She, uh, yeah. Because sorry, I can't. I can't really get behind <laughs> all of this swear. because I'm just like okay. You so you just like me for yeah. you watching this episode. It was one thing after another that you were like stop. Every, I was like stop. problematic, was like, no. problematic, You're problematic. No. This is bad. There is the <laughs> one thing where Betty was like he said Indian giver. The in, yeah, and she was like that is problematic. That is an outdated term. Yeah. Yeah. I was glad that that they addressed that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. But, and so, so that's the storyline where, where Betty has broken up with her, I guess her boyfriend, who's played by Freddie Rodriguez, and he's just gone back from Italy. That was the storyline that we talked about, right? Mm -hmm. And, and she keeps trying to like, she broke up with him. Yeah. But she wants to have a relationship with him. Yeah. And he's she wants like, to be friends with him. You broke up with me. Yeah. What aren't you getting? I she need keeps time. trying and trying. Yeah. And he's like, D- no. Yeah. <laughs> you broke up with me. <laughs> like she's like, no, we're not. We don't have anything. <laughs> we're not friends. We're not. He, he literally went to Italy alone. Yeah. And then had to like be reminded of the breakup constantly mm-hmm. by because all the reservations were under her name. Yeah. Great jokes. I, Great. Like, it, it's like the jokes are that the world is so, like, always finds the most, like... The worst thing the that worst can happen. The worst thing that can happen to you and will needle you. And all of these people, like, smile, like, through all of these terrible things happening to them. Uh, just because they're <laughs> totally unaware that uh, the life world does... Be yeah, that life could be better. That <laughs> people don't have like to that. be gross assholes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. I think that that's why I enjoy it and think it's funny because in my mind I'm like, this is. I find it so so absurd. Yeah, that it's unbelievable to me, and and it surprises me how absurd it is and how how awful the characters can be. So it's so unrealistic to me that I find it funny. Mm Hmm. It's like However, over the top. I guess for you, it's too real. No, no. Oh, no, not at all. I just don't. I just don't. <laughs> you don't want to be around people like I, that. Yeah. It's just like, it's gross seeing all of these rich people doing all these things. Like, to me, it's just like, uh, it's just like gross. Yeah, like, I'm not having fun watching it. I don't, to... I don't find the humor in it. Um, I just don't like it. Rich people are gross. Just to be clear, rich people are gross. But give yeah, give my yeah. dear friends money so uh, they Just can continue money. on. We don't need with rich podcast. No, <laughs> no, not at all. We also don't have anywhere for you to donate money to us. I'll be rich. Don't get rich. If so, you just have to figure it out for yourself how to get it to us. You want to make me rich? That's fine. I'm happy with me. Just make me rich. I'm fine with that. I don't want you to be gross, Adam. I'm yeah, I don't be, want you to be. I'm gross. gonna be as gross as I am, but I will also be rich. Right? I feel like right. you're gonna be more gross. You think I'll be more gross? What? You'll be like a different, like an unprecedented level of grossness. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine 
what I, I could possibly <laughs> money imagine. Money is very... Imagine the things I could do with the money. It's imagine also, how gross I could be. The the money itself is just gross. We, like, touch it. Everybody touches it. True. When, you're rich, when you're rich, you don't even have to touch your money. It's on your True. phone. True. It's on your phone. It's yeah. on your wallet. You just call up your bank and say, send my money. Or you can be like Drake yeah. and just get the money out of your bank account and they're all nice and crisp. Well, we don't. You know? We barely crisp. have to touch money anymore. Crisp money? Like the only reason we touch cash bills is because we work in a restaurant, Leslie. And I. Yeah. And I, you work in a grocery store. That's I the only reason. the two occasionally. Yeah. So oh. like. In our lives, though, if we, didn't, the hat. <laughs> if, if we didn't work there, if we worked in a school, there'd be no reason to have cash money. You no, know? There, I remember. I like cash money. It's good like? for when you want to buy drugs or um, <laughs> if I need to go to the Mercado. Lisa doesn't when I buy do drugs. laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I say that as if so I do The only drugs. drugs Lisa buys is allergy pills, and she definitely uses her yeah. credit card for that or debit card or I whatever card. I take multivitamins, card. too. Multivitamins. Multivitamins. That's not a drug, though. I, you're right. You drink coffee. Damn it. I just not. Is caffeine a drug? Yeah. Hell yeah, I'll be loaded up on caffeine all the time. <laughs> you, you can be a thripple. Triple? Threat? Thripple. 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 <laughs> three nipples. <laughs> what is A three nipple threat. Three, you three can be nipple a three threat. nipple threat. I'm going to use the money. My Coffee. money. Chocolate. Tea. Oh. Oh, and yeah. you can be a quadruple. Soda. I don't soda. drink soda. I know you don't. So, but, just... but that's the <laughs> so this the other storyline in this episode, real right. quick, is that is Daniel, Daniel? His name? Daniel had thought he had a son mm-hmm. with his ex girlfriend. The son is not his; it's his sister's. Yeah. From when his sister, from before his sister transitioned, she had sex with his ex. Yeah. Or she, while she, they were dating, still. Yeah, she had sex with the mother of six the, with the of who he thinks his child is. His child is named Daniel Junior. So his like the mother thought the kid was Daniel's son from the get go. Because mm-hmm. the kid's name is Daniel as well, right? DJ it does check out, um, and so like, it, like he's also French. The uh, child he's French. French. The child is—he's a French boy. He's very sweet. He's Isn't very nice. Very he's a very nice boy. kid. I did like this this storyline. This storyline, I'm like, ooh, where where yeah. it's like, oh, but you're not the father. You're the uncle, but you still want to be the father. And so, but because Alexis uh, uh, revealed. Or because of the paternity test, the uh, lawyers for the grandparents of the boy, because uh, the grandparents want custody of the boy, the lawyers for the grandparents of the boy find out that Daniel is not the father, and because Alexis released all like patern or like uh, not paternal rights. parental parental, parental rights, rights waived all parental rights, oh. um, the grandparents then have more rights than the uncle does, of and course. so. They yeah, want the to the take uncle. the boy back. And so Daniel's like, he no, I have to. He lived in France, right? The boy had been Yeah, the boy grew up in, France, in, yeah, raised in had France. Had known the grandparents his whole life. Mm-hmm. But wanted didn't, a father yeah. in Daniel. Daniel wanted, didn't even know, though, that right. he had a kid. Right. I believe so. And so the only reason the child came back into his life was because the mother died. The mother died. Mm-hmm. So the kid's mom died and the kid, like, I guess found Daniel or I don't remember what happened, but then Daniel Either becomes, way. So the kid right. did want Daniel in his life. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The or kid wanted father, Daniel as his father. father and um, and so the kid comes to America and then 
so this episode, Daniel's trying uh, to keep the kid from being taken by the grandparents. And so he has Betty, Betty. kidnap the kid or basically no, just, take, just pick just him up from yeah. school. She's babysitting him. Yeah, yeah, she's babysitting him. He was doing but it his could homework. be kidnapping. Yeah. It's very sweet, though. The like the way that she convinces. I think the conversation she had with Daniel were like, "So wait, these two nice people that he's known his whole life come mm-hmm. here and they want to take him home." Yeah, and that's bad. And that's and they are also his family. Yeah, and Daniel's like coming up with this as he's coming up with this scheme to become an international fugitive mm-hmm. with his son. That's not a sorry. His with his nephew, she's like, you realize that that's a terrible idea, and he's like, he's putting it together, and then he. I think it's really nice that he, what he decides to do is what's best for the kid. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think a lot of people consider kids to. They don't. They don't give them a lot of the decision making, even though they're tiny little human people that are going to grow up and, you know, like. Whatever we do as, yeah, as adults are going to affect them. So I'm glad that he then chose for to be able to let go of the child and have him be raised in France. And he's like, I'm just going to go and uh, visit you or you come and visit me. I'll be your cool uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I'll still be somewhat of a father figure, you know. Yeah, he says he's not he's not going anywhere. He yeah. says he'll be in his life. Mm-hmm. So. so which is great. Which is awesome. And that's and I where just, like, Alexis goes at the end. Also, I'm pretty sure this is the last episode Alexis is in, but I'm not certain. Uh, oh. Alexis leaves the show at this point. Rebecca Romaine, you can yeah. do better. Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. And I could get it. Like, oh, I kind of know. Oh, I don't get it. <laughs> Fair enough. There's also one other plot in the. <laughs> oh, in the this, sister. Yeah, the sister. So Betty's sister, Hilda, is dating a married guy. Which I love. Um, Anna Ortiz. No, no, no. I, Anna Ortiz, yeah. Yes. Ortiz. Her, yeah, she, I thought, was fantastic. She is fantastic. She I thought this great. was like a really. This one and the and the kid one, I thought, were the two best storylines. Yes. Mm-hmm. In this episode. Sorry, not the best. I really liked America for uh, Ugly Betty's storyline. Yeah. I shouldn't call Just her Betty. Ugly. Just Betty. Just Betty. I liked Betty. her storyline because yeah. I thought it was very funny. Mm-hmm. And fun, and it was like an arc, a character arc. She grew as mm-hmm. character, but and, these and two her, her arc real. mirrored Daniel's arc too. Oh, uh, in weird. that they both they both they're thought foils. they knew what's better for the people around them, but they're just they're trying to affect the people around them um, because they don't want to change oh. themselves. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and what? so that's that's the whole like her her monologue that she gives him to change yeah, his yes, mind yes, is yes. her talking about herself. That's right. And she's, <laughs> That's right. she's like thinking about herself and talking about her relationship with... Um, they need each other. Yeah. Gino. But Gio. Gio. Um, Gino. Gino. Gino's sister, I thought, like her storyline was very real. Yeah. yeah. So she's dating a married man, which is also feels like a uh, trope of a telenovela. Yeah. A very and handsome man. Very handsome. So Holy hot. cow. Yeah. So and they gave him bag. garbage clothes to put. Like, those clothes did justice to nobody. Oh, yeah. Damn. He shouldn't have been wearing yeah. And Gio, too. Yeah. Fred Rodriguez is a smoke he looked, show. He looked great. An absolute smoke show. But he was dressed like a trash bag. He was yeah, a, he was a sandwich man, but he could definitely wear better things. 
Anyways. <laughs> tell us about tell us about Hilda. Yeah. Why did you like Hilda that storyline? She um I I really like that storyline because there's a line where it was just so genuine. Like I felt so much emotion when she was like trying to so she has the the, the married man come over to Betty's apartment because she didn't want to, you know, do it at her place. Uh, so then do it as in confront him about him him. being married and what the future of their relationship is. So we think she means have sex with him. That's what we think at the first, at first she's like, Oh, uh, my dad interrupted us. We couldn't talk. Yeah. "Mm, Yeah. You don't want to talk. So I mean, there was some fooling around. Yeah. 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 I just want to clarify that's what you meant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So then they are having like a picnic indoors and he's like, oh, we could have done this outside and blah, blah, blah. So it like gives you this idea that he does, he doesn't care about anybody. Yeah. Nobody. Not that his wife, which she's already known and has been following them. He was like, we could have done this in public. And it's like, no, you're married. First of all, you're the grossest of grossest people. Um, and she's like trying to, you know, she has this dilemma. She's like, oh my God, I'm in love, but he's also married. And then he tells her right there that he is going to leave his wife, which I don't know. Like, I just think it's, he's just lying. It's just blowing ass. He also said he loved her. Didn't he? Wait, hold on, hold on. (laughs) It's blowing ass. (laughs) Yeah. She's, yeah, somebody's ass. She's That's just what I blowing ass. Sm- She's blowing ass. He's, no, he is. He's just blowing ass. But he, he's just farting around town. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if I'm married. <laughs> what? Fart jokes are not beneath us. No. No. No, they are I right love in our me some fart jokes. No, but he, <laughs> she's like trying to explain to him that like, um, she. Oh, what's, what What are they discussing? They're, she's uh, like, no, like, you're married, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm leaving her. Mm-hmm. And then he, she was like, no, I got more to say. And then she says something along the lines, like, oh, my God, please don't lie to me or something like yeah, that. Yeah, don't lie to me. Are you, are, are you serious? Don't lie to me. Like, swear to God, don't lie to yeah, me. Yeah, don't lie oh, to me. Oh, swear to God. That yeah. line. I was just like, whoa. And you I don't, believed her. I believed yeah. her. Yeah. Ana Ortiz, it's, you it's, minx. She took a cliche. <laughs> she took a cliched line. I swear yeah. to God, don't lie to me. And yeah. she made it this really genuine moment Very, of like, like, I, like, like connecting with uh, the God, universe. Like, just yeah. don't lie to me, please. She's pleading in that yeah, moment. She's it's like, so real. Like, because it's she like really loves sad. him, and she's like having this internal complications with herself because she's uh, she's probably also saying that she's like a bad person you know because also i think he's her son's gym teacher oh did she know the whole time he was married yeah uh i know she didn't know the whole time but she's known for some time now Ozzy's saying that he now. she did. Uh, <laughs> so she's she kept seeing him after she found out. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because he keeps telling her, I'm gonna leave her, I'm gonna leave her. And then in this episode he said, I'm I left her, essentially. He's like, I told her yes, and I'm But then I the wife comes yeah. to Yeah, she follows him because she suspects he's cheating on her. She yeah. she follows him to Betty's apartment, and then the wife thinks Betty is the one oh, yeah. who's 
uh, who he's cheating on I her thought with, this was a which great, is a very... Mm-hmm. I thought that was very funny very misdirection. Funny. Yeah. Betty then thought... Sorry, I was... No, sorry, Betty buddy. then thought that it was the grandparents coming to pick up Daniel, yeah. who she was babysitting. Yes. But it wasn't. It was it was the sister, or the, the wife. Yeah. The wife. And then at the end, what you get is this thing where the great wife goes to talk mm-hmm. to Hilda yeah. about... Hilda Betty's sister. I know! You're very passionate about Ugly Betty. Yeah, he is. He's so passionate. He, he has loves to pee. Ugly Betty. Um, he has to pee. Is this that? Oh, he has Ugly to do Betty. more? Uh, no. no. Yeah, I think he just wants to do more. And there's the mm. confrontation between where mm-hmm. she's talking to Hilda about Betty's two timing ways. Mm hmm. And wait, what did you. How did that conversation go? Like, what did you I think I thought about it was that? great. I thought it was very. Um, I mean, even though the sister, Hilda, doesn't confront her saying, like, I'm the person that I, you know, that you think Betty is, essentially, you know, like. Yeah, she doesn't, I, she doesn't come forward and say, actually, it's me. She just kind of lets Betty take all the blame because at that moment, like, I think she said what she needed to, the, the wife. Oh, yes. Um, that, like, I, I want a chance to. Um, fix my marriage, yeah. which honestly, leave that asshole. <laughs> yes. Go, you deserve so much better. Um, it, I mean, not, not that I believe in the motto, like cheaters are always cheaters. Cause that's, um, that's a lie. People, yeah. there's I, situations I for everything. That, I do think he's a jerk, but I do think there's, there's nothing wrong with her trying to trying. work with her marriage. Yes, yeah. exactly. It just shows her character. Absolutely. Um, And she, I mean, she is strong for, you know, wanting to forgive and move on. And that can definitely happen. Not saying that people can't, but also you can definitely not be with that asshole. But then Hilda at the end is like, she decides that she doesn't want to be with that asshole. Yes. And he isn't nice about it. Like, I don't think he was very nice about no, it. No, he was just like, what? what? Doesn't What about what I want? I love you. He's like, Go what about what you. I have to say? But he, like, you, without listening to anything that she said, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, leave. Your shirt is ugly. Go. <laughs> you're, you're ugly. Your shirt is ugly. This show should be about you. Ugly. <laughs> yeah. Ugly. You G L Y. You ain't got no out of You ugly. ugly. Yeah, yeah. You ugly. Yeah. Aussie. Yeah, yeah. You Aussie. Oh, She just decides what what she says eventually. Or to to Tony is that his name? I don't know. The husband mm-hmm. is that she doesn't want to be the reason for his marriage ending, mm-hmm. and he's. She doesn't believe that she's not the reason, and that's that's her choice. That's yeah. All, it, and she obviously has felt guilty about this. Does feel guilty about it, and she totally has every right to not want to be with him for that reason. He was Absolutely. Like, also, also, she that. said she's lost someone who is oh. important to her before, um, and that and she can't like force that on. She doesn't want to make that happen to another person. Mm-hmm. Um, the person that she's talking about who she lost was uh, the father of her son um, oh, who, holy. like, she got pregnant when she was 17. And, wow. But, oh, like, the father hungry. of her son. Yeah, this oh, food's going to come out. Oh, yeah. This food's going to come out. Well, okay, sorry, let's folks. say things, buddy. In 15 minutes. 
He's got an no, automatic in an hour, but in an hour at five. Five forty-five. Oh, because the daylight savings. Time. Daylight saving. Oh, we haven't adjusted it to daylight no. savings. I, I, yeah, I asked you. Uh, anyways, we'll talk about this. Later. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. But he'll be for the next hour. Oh, no. So she lost the father of her son. Yeah. Uh, so he they weren't like they weren't together for a long time, and then Ugly Betty season two or something like that. She they like get back together, um, and then he gets shot and he dies. Oh, or he doesn't die. Maybe oh. he survives. Maybe he'll come back remember. later. Maybe he's just in a coma. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't him. It was his twin brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> Yeah. Honestly, oh, I was man. living for it. Every time something happened, I was like, like whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. I re- and I really like how so much of the show to, like really focuses on people's faces and like yeah. their reactions yeah. and like all of that, like all their physicality. <laughs> Very fun. It's so much fun. And I like when it when it showed the two versions that both Betty yeah. and Gio experienced of their breakup. Yeah, their own personal that flashbacks. That was right. That yeah. was very fun. And they very differently. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, she like spits on the floor. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh yeah. And he's like, oh. I thought that was uh, obviously it's over dramatized, but I think yeah. that's a very like realistic way to look at like oh people do genuinely see things differently mm-hmm. yeah they have different perspectives totally mm-hmm. different and and sometimes that can happen we totally read a, a situation vastly different yeah. from how it that's why or... text messaging is so hard Ugh. because if people just read existed... it in their own voice you know and like i could be saying hey how are you and then you take it as hey how are you you know like it's... well yeah if you're only putting periods uh, using exclamation <laughs> points or even a question mark Come or on. if <laughs> nothing if it was nothing no no punctuation at all I'd be like don't know how to take this yeah I sometimes does she have something serious to say um, I sometimes like agonize over whether to put a period or no punctuation <laughs> because they mean totally different things you know there's I always I always am yelling at people <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is it's exclamation marks and if no exclamation marks then it's all caps, all caps. <laughs> The thing is, also, my phone, when I put your name, it automatically tries to autocorrect it to Lisa, all caps. Because I think, I guess, that is how I talk to you on my Uh, phone. Yeah. Um, There, I guarantee you so many texts that are just a single word, and it is Lisa, all caps. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I like that on, on my phone, if, I don't know how this happened, if I type in talk, it will autocorrect to y'all. What? I type y'all so much. Y'all. Then it's y'all just too. like, y'all? Y'all? Well, I yeah. don't know why talk, though. I don't know the, why that the, word. My, uh, in my family, we grew up just saying guys. You know, like, you guys, guys. And, I mean, for, I mean, there there are more guys in my family than there are girls. But I want to remove that out of my vocabulary. So I say y'all a lot. And folks. Yeah, folks. I say folks. I say y'all. I say cool beans, you know. Cool (laughs) Okay, okay. When do you use cool beans where it applies to many people of different genders? 
so that you're not saying these are my cool beans. We're having a party, just a bunch yeah. of beans in just, a canyon. Yeah, yeah, we're a bunch of cool a, beans. A bunch of really party. cool beans. Are we hot? No, we're cool. We're cool. Really cool beans. You use it any time. Cool what are you not getting? Always. Yeah, I can see. Right? I can see that. I Definitely. do. I do get a lot of shit for it at work. Oh, they don't like that you say cool beans. No, not that they don't like it. They just think it's old. You know, <sighs> it's not yeah. the cool. It is pretty yeah. old. You know, it's probably doesn't doesn't help that you don't part your hair down the center and that you wear skinny jeans. You know, mm, that's such yeah. a ugh, ugh, kill yeah. me, kill me now. Hate it so, much. so what does season three episode four mean? <laughs> uh, what for this one? Okay, for so show. did anyone die in this episode? No, almost. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. nobody died. Nobody died. A character left the show forever. A character did leave the show, yeah. Forever? So? Is that a death? It did, It's not played like a death. Though it like... I don't know. They just <laughs> say goodbye. I mean, the son also <laughs> leaves, too. Like I He loses his son. He, he loses. It's funny that you mentioned that she doesn't come back to the show. Because now I see why... They were crying a lot because I'm like, yeah, you both are rich. She is going to freaking London like, on a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I was just like, <laughs> why are you crying? But now I understand it. She's not gonna come back into the show, into their lives. Yeah, for a not even while. for a guest appearance. I don't remember. Uh, well, Probably. yeah, I didn't get. I just thought that was because because they're, they're overdramatic about everything. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but now it makes way more sense that that the character just leaves the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a helicopter. That's how I want to go. That's <laughs> how you want to die. I don't know. No, no. I've been on a helicopter. Really? Uh, on one, in one. Yeah, I was in a, an accident. And oh, you were helicoptered out. Yeah. It was, were you on one of those beds? Yeah. Uh, like and it was be- it was below or was yeah. it inside? Lisa. It was inside. Oh, okay. It was a car accident and it I was fine. The the nearest trauma center was too far away to drive to. Right. That's just Arizona for That's you. That's just Arizona for you. Yeah. But I was fine. The other people were far worse, which is a shame. But they took me in the helicopter to the trauma center and it was it was really cool. Like it was cool. I wouldn't do it again. I, not like that. I wouldn't do it again for fun. I wouldn't. I was, I, you know, like I didn't have a choice but to get in the helicopter. But I wouldn't get in. I I wouldn't get on a plane if I didn't have to go somewhere. You mm. know, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't. <laughs> You're right. I'm not gonna jump out of a plane. I'm not trying to get on one unless I gotta be somewhere. I'm not trying to go into a helicopter unless I need to go. Unless I what have if, to go somewhere in a helicopter. What if you have it, to go to a plane via helicopter? Ugh, which is what we, I theorized Rebecca Romaine, sorry, Alexis's character was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what if, am I ever going to... What if like, you're in a movie where you have to get on a helicopter? Oh, I'll do it then. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. okay, in a production my, like mindset, renting out a helicopter ain't inexpensive. Really? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> they honestly could have just put her in a car and left. You know what I'm saying? That would have been more uh, but cost they were effective. They're wretch. Those wretches. Those poor wretches. They, they could 
could not fend themselves. Oh, no. They were
And now the villains, their lives have changed, right? The the family's life is has changed permanently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to go to France every year now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ugly oh, Betty's no. sister broke up with someone. Yeah. And so he left. I don't even know if he's up. I don't know what's going on there. But she no. has decided to live her life for herself. Betty also, it's the, the death of that relationship and it has to become something new. And they had to figure that out. So yeah, it's a big deal for everyone. Where do you think it's going to go for you? For For me, I do think that it was the twin. You think there's a twin? That died. Right. (laughs) I don't know. Right. I don't know. I think I said that I thought Betty and her boss were going to end up together. You did say that. And I thought that was... Um, I I believe that is where the show is going because they are... Ending the relationship between Gio and Betty. It's a shame. Yeah. Um, but Gio's I hot. think they're too much alike. I think that is what the show is trying to say that they're too much alike, therefore, best, like they could be good friends. Um, That's insanity, though. It is. Like- um, and then she <laughs> did mention um, to her boss, David, like, I know everything about you. Daniel. Daniel. Mm-hmm. If it's any consolation, what happens is the show has a fourth season and gets canceled. (gasps) Oh. Um, So it ends with she, uh, I think at the end of this season, season three, she becomes an editor. Yeah. At the We're getting to cheddar. And then it ends with, um, like, it ends, it ends, ends. They don't get together, um, but like. Um, one day Daniel runs into Betty in New York or something like that. He has left the magazine. He's on his own trip. And he's like, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to do with myself. I don't know if she's in New York anymore, if she's somewhere else. Um, but like, oh. she's like an editor and then she like offers him to be her assistant. Ha! And that's where like the show. That's right. Ends. That's right. Um, and that's. Oh, yeah. Is that a girl? So it's not like she like changes to be beautiful and then. She, she yeah, already that's is, how the other yeah. who already are beautiful. Yeah. And her family is so great. And I'm so sad you got you neither of you got to see both like either her nephew or her dad because both of them are amazing. They oh, you they were there. Like the dad brought tea, mm-hmm. you know, to the daughter, uh to the sister when she was like crying after ending her like break like breaking up and then her son like went and hooked her mm-hmm. and then Betty comes over it it looked like someone had died. It was you know <laughs> or she just got through a breakup. No, absolutely. Yeah, no no but like everybody was just so sweet. I never received that kind of like Yeah. Well love. you would now. You came here You're damn right. Yeah. Do you break Did up you with break one of up your with Adam? With one of your people. No. I'm just bringing you a cup of tea. No, I'm bringing you a cup of tea. <laughs> You'll still be in my life. Yeah. No, you I'm know, I feel like I feel for Betty too. I would be, I think, not that annoying, but like I would still want to be your friend, Adam. Yeah. If we ever broke up, and just try to buy you cheese or bread or butter, like I love bread, butter. Tea. Indeed. What I love about so when we were looking up the the actors and actresses, the cast of the show, the guy who plays Tony Plana is that his name? I think he plays Betty's dad in this. Betty and Hilda's dad. He also plays her dad in Superstore, which is very sweet. So freaking 
Sweet. Yeah, very sweet. He's That's a delightful actor. He's, he is he's delightful. Great. He's so delightful. He's, he's really good at Superstore also. There's some delightful moments in this show. I get it if it's not your bag. But, no. But it was a very sweet show and it has like like crazy escalations and things yeah. and like double crosses and, <laughs> you know... Uh, like people coming back from the dead or whatever, you know, oh, they weren't actually dead kind of a thing. And it's just, it's so much fun. It's basically fantasy, but real life. I, you know? I like did feel really magic. bad that you didn't like it. Hey, and I okay. found out, I was like, oh no, I, I don't know why I thought you, <sighs> it doesn't matter. I felt yeah. really bad about I it. I totally <laughs> understand how people like this show. Um, and I mean, for the most part, like, it's fun. I'm glad that there was, there's a show for a lot of just like Mexicans or Latinx people. Um, and I think that provided a lot of, you know, for them. And I feel like Jane the Virgin is more satisfying in that sense, just because it's more modern, has more Latinx people and there's probably less... Oh, probably. Jane does. the Virgin? Probably yeah. less. A lot. A little Rich less classism. There is, yeah. uh, but the, I think the main love interest in Jane the Virgin is a actual, like, he started off in Mexican, like, Telenovelas. Hell yeah. And Gina so, Rodriguez is in that. Hell yeah. Ooh, yeah, I like Jane. Love these shows. Um... All right. Thank uh, you so much for coming on. Yes, oh, thank, thank you yes. so much for inviting me. What? Uh, how? Where? Do, where can people find you? Um, at Color Me Leslie on Instagram. That's the only social platform I have. <laughs> at Color Me Leslie. Also, just so everybody knows, Leslie's a really awesome artist. She she makes these really cool uh, mirrors that oh. she like colors on. Eyes. She colors on them. <laughs> Um, do you use your sell oh. postcards too? Yeah. On Etsy. On Etsy. Um, on we- Etsy, you can follow me or you can find me at from inside the bottle. That is my little handle. Yeah. Ha- yeah. The handle It's just an idea that I have, uh, for this thing. Yeah. Check it out. Very shy. Like, very cool. <laughs> very good at taking pictures she you is. should just check out the instagram just for that alone oh, if you oh, follow I... oz on instagram those are all leslie pictures yeah. oh yeah she runs yeah, yeah she runs I also, oz's instagram i also have another uh handle with my artwork and pictures at four whiskeys in whiskeys four as in four, the number four, whiskeys but in. it's spelled out as letters but it's yes. spelled out as letters mm-hmm. unlike uh, our okay. show unlike our show yeah all right. Um, all right. Uh, before we go, we'd like to thank all of the makers of this show of Ugly Betty, starting with Silvio Horta, who helped develop the show from a Colombian version. Fernando Gaetan created Yo Soy Betty La Fea. Oh, sorry. From a Colombian version created by Fernando Gaetan titled Yo Soy Betty La Fea. This episode was directed by Michael Spiller. Right. This is your line. <laughs> I should let you have it. Uh, this episode was directed by Michael, Michael Spiller, Spiller and written by <laughs> Chris Black with story editing by Cara DePaulo. It first aired on October 16th, 2008. Uh, it stars America Ferreira, Eric Mabius, Freddie Rodriguez, 
Anna Ortiz, Vanessa Williams, Rebecca Romain. Romain? I think it's Romain. Oh, it could be Romain. I don't I don't know what country she's yeah, from. Yeah. And many more. As always, a huge shout out to the cast and crew who worked hard to put together the show. Seriously, it takes a lot of work. I've done theater production, and that's a lot of work. And we, I just, I can't even imagine the, the scale that a television show is on. There's so many more people behind the scenes putting it together. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate all of that hard work and also all of the, the hard work of everyone in front of the screen. It's um, a, it's amazing yeah. the amount of work that goes into one episode mm-hmm. and you are doing three. You get to at least season three, episode four, which is yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, thank you. We couldn't uh, have our show without you. We're internally grateful. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I'm Adam. And I'm Lisa. You can find Adam on Instagram at DamnInHD. And you can find Lisa on Instagram at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A. You can find Oz at Ozzy the Buddy. That's I-E-O-Z-Z-I-E, the buddy. You can find this podcast at Season 3, Episode 4. Words are words, the numbers are numbers. Join us next week! Thank you! Oh, bye! Bye!